And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is my podcast, The Art of Health. So, short topic today, something that I was debating, ta- I was debating talking about, debating having the podcast about, but it seemed, it got, the subject got a lot of interest from people. It was from an email I sent out on a workout I did, in fact, and it wasn't just a workout, though. It was, it was a training experience with a friend of mine that really illustrated what effective training is. So if we were to ascertain a topic for this podcast, what does it mean to train effectively? What does it mean to train efficiently? What does it mean to train with a purpose? What does it mean to train with purpose? And the workout that we did, it was, it was an effective one. It was a purposeful one. And after I was recording it in my training journal, I realized afterwards that it illustrated a lot of the practical, pragmatic principles that I promote and preach and practice and try to implement with clients, with people I train. And for the people that are, you know, if you people are listening right now, for you guys are listening right now, what does it mean when you go to the gym? Like, how do you know if you got a good workout? What does intensity mean? What, is it, what does focus mean? What does it mean to lift heavy? And this workout just, like I said, in the process of doing it, I realized that it was very exemplary of a lot of key training principles. So what are those principles? So this, this would be the point where I would say, you know, bust out the pen and paper, if you will. What are the principles of training effectively. And we're talking about in the context of, we're, we're going to the gym, we're going to lift weights. What should we do every time that we lift? These are, I'd say, five, maybe six basic things. Number one, we have a plan. So our workout happened to be a leg workout, and we had a plan beforehand that we kind of talked out before we, you know, before we walked in the day before. And it wasn't super complicated. It was not overly planned. It was not excessively planned, but we had a plan. So before we ever went to train, we had a plan. We had a purpose. When we went into train, we walked into the gym, we were focused. We were focused. And what does it mean that we were focused? All of our attention and energy was on the workout that we had planned out that we were going to do that day. That was it. We didn't talk about anything else. We didn't pull out our phones and text other people in between sets. All we did was train, and we walked in the door. It was very clear that both of us were in the mental state, so to speak. We're in the zone where we were very determined. So we had a plan. We had a focus. When we started the workout, when we started the movements, very simple but profound. We used a full range of motion, and we very actively, intensely, Flexed and contracted the muscles. You know, we're doing a leg workout. We, on every single movement, we're actively flexing, contracting, using full range of motion on every single exercise. This is basic stuff, guys, but it's things, it is things that people do not do. You go into the gym, you see people with no plan, with no purpose, there's no focus. They're randomly doing movements, executing them poorly. I talked about this in email earlier, but you know, why do most people do exercises wrong? Number one reason, they're performing it incorrectly. You know, why does this movement not work for me? Why does this part of my body not look like what looks what I want to look like? Why do I not have good, you know, calves, arms, legs, back, chest, shoulders, abs, whatever? You know, exercise, you know, I feel like it doesn't do anything because you're not doing it correctly. You're using improper technique. 
you're not using proper technique. It, it's both that simple and that complex. And if you don't have a plan, and you don't have any focus, and you're using proper technique, what do you expect to happen? What do you expect to happen? So, you know, continuing on. Plan, focus, technique, execution. What was the, the fourth thing, so to speak? Well, this is a muscle-building workout, so I've talked about this a lot already in the last few podcasts. We're using moderate to high reps. Science is very unequivocal, unequivocal on this. So is the historical evidence. So is my personal experience. If you want to build muscle and reshape the body, you have to use moderate to high rep ranges. Low reps are excellent for expressing strength, but when you're talking about real physiological changes with how you look and how you feel and how you perform and your lean body mass, moderate to high reps. In addition to that, or on top of that, we took each set close to failure. Or we took each set to the point where we were just short of failure. So we, we were working out intensely. What, what does intensity mean in the gym? The technical definition of intensity, I'll tell you that right now, the technical definition of intensity in exercise science means the percentage of your one rep max that you're using. So the most intense you could train, according to the technical definition, is to do one rep max. And that, does, that is intense because that represents 100% of your maximum available effort. So that's the a very objective definition. That's the empirical definition. However, in contrast, the pragmatic mental definition is how close are you taking the muscle to its limit with each set that you do. So you have the technical definition, which is what's the maximum amount of effort you can put forth one time. You have the pragmatic definition is what's the maximum amount of effort you can put forth within a given range of weight or a given range of intensity. They're a bit different, and it's important to differentiate. You know, there, there's not, and I'll say right now, there's not a concrete definition to intensity outside the technical. Because how do you quantify intensity? Is it because you're focused? Is it because you have a plan? Is it because you're using full range of motion? I'd say so. Is it because you're taking each set to the limit? You know, whether it's five reps or eight reps or 10 reps or 20 reps, we did high rep sets. In some cases, you know, 15, 16, 19, 20 reps. But we took each set where the, to the point where we could do no more. So that was intense. Now that's how you create intensity. Are you really expending energy in the gym? You know, that, that's, another, that's another way of defining intensity. So the technical definition, which is another way we could define it, though. Are you expending the maximum amount of energy you can put forth relative to what you're doing? Are you focused? You know, intensity and focus, they go together. Intensity and focus go together. So, to keep recapping, you know, hopefully you guys are taking some notes. Or, you know, maybe not. Maybe you're just you know, actively memorizing. That works, too. But we had a plan. We were focused. Full range of motion. Execution. Monitor to high reps. Training intensity. And we, the last thing, you know, number six, I think it is, we progressively added weight each set. So we didn't, you know, again, we didn't lollygag with the sets. We weren't doing just light weights and sleepwalking. We added weight until we could add no more weight relative to the reps we were doing. And we did that for every single movement. If you progressively add weight, that principle in training is called progressive overload. If you progressively add weight to all your exercises over a period of months and years, you will get stronger, you will get harder, you will get denser, you will get bigger, you will get faster. That's how you build strength, guys. You do a little bit more than you did last time. 
maybe not every time, maybe not every time, but overall, you know, three times out of six, at least half the time, you're doing a little more than time before. You're pushing the adaptation that much more. Progressive overload principle, that's just the principle of learning that applies to anything. That, that really does. That applies to anything. How do you learn a language? One word at a time. How do you learn math? One number at a time. How do you, how do you learn to write? How do you write? One word at a time. Everything is done one at a time. And that might go faster, that might go slower, but you cannot do 20 things at once. You cannot add 20 things at once. You cannot add, you can't go from benching 135 to benching 405 in a month. Things are done over time, one at a time. So, that was the, the workout. And, and to go through it, and maybe you guys are interest, interested in, in knowing, you know, how do we start out? Well, we went, we had the plan, like I said, we're focused. I keep saying focus. Hopefully you're, the point is hitting. But we start off with our weak points. For the two of us, our particular weak points. We, so what I mean by weak point? We start off by what our weakest muscle group was in our legs. So how, what does that mean to, to your life? What does that mean to working out? Well, do what you're bad at. If you're trying to learn something, you're trying to practice something, you're trying to improve something, start with your weakest area. If you don't want to be held back by weakness, you need to work on it. In our case, our weakness was calves, so we start with calves. And we alternated between sets. We did seated and standing calf raises, but we started with our weak point. Following that, what was the next thing we did? For us, we did hamstrings. We did hamstring, uh, hamstring curls, also called leg curls. Why did we do that? Well, we were going uh, to prepare ourselves to squat. So we started with our weak point, and then we started... So we started with our weak point, and then we followed it with a movement that prepared us for the meat of the workout, so to speak. Again, this is, a, this is a learning principle. How do you learn something? Well, you go one at a time, start with what you're bad at, and then prep yourself and prepare yourself for the hard stuff. For us, doing our you know hamstring or our leg curls that pumped blood in the back of our knees, that gave us some joint stability in our hips, so that prepared us for the hard exercises that were to follow, which in our case, we followed that up with leg press. You know, again, we just worked up in sets, worked up to me, you know, whatever many plates in the leg press, hit some hard sets of about 20 reps with a drop set. So we did, the, you know, we're doing the hard stuff in the middle of the workout. When, when our energy is peaking, that's when we're applying it to the hardest movements. You can apply that mentality to doing, learning, anything. Use your, do the hardest things when your energy is highest. That's a, that's a very good strategic method for, like I said, a lot of domains. So we did leg press, we did squats, a few variations of squats, and then we challenged ourselves at the end. You know, and uh, what we did, we finished off with, with split squats. Again, guys, the, mo- the movements are not important here where it's like, oh, this is the magical workout. This is just, it's a workout where we worked, we worked calves, we worked hamstrings, we worked quads and glutes. We did hard movements, we applied ourselves. We challenged ourselves at the end. So we did a challenge set. We did like a, you know, it was like a very high rep set of like 30, 40, 50 reps. Just to, just, again, just to push ourselves to the limit a little bit. You know, push ourselves past our limit. And that was a good workout. That was a very good, effective workout using the training principles that we talked about. And in that workout, if you read the accompanying article, you'll see that we didn't do anything weird. We weren't trying to hack muscle growth. We weren't trying to hack strength gains. We did very traditional stuff. You know, tried and true beats new and unproven. Tried and true beats new and unproven. 
We're not trying to find shortcuts here. We're not trying to find hacks. We're not trying to circumvent the process. We're doing the weak stuff. We're, we're doing our weak points. We're doing the weak stuff. We're doing the hard stuff. We're doing what needs to be done. We're not, again, this is not doing hardcore things. We're not going into the underground and performing secret exercises with secret movements and secret tactics. This is basic stuff. This is basic functional training that anyone can do. Anyone can take these principles and apply it to their workout, to their learning, to their program design, to their plan, and then you execute. You execute properly. And you know, how fast do we train? You know, that's probably a question maybe people are wondering. How fast did you train? We took our time. Maybe about, the workout was you know maybe about 20-something sets, 24 sets I think it was. Oh, yeah, take that back. It might have been like 30 sets, counting the calves. But it took about like an hour, a little over an hour. You know, but we're training at a brisk pace, and it's not about the time factor. You know, like people love to ask, you know, how, how, people love to ask, how long should I rest between sets? How fast should I work out? That depends upon your level of conditioning. Depends, depends on the kind of workout. But what really matters is that again, it goes back to focus. It goes back to focus. What matters is the intensity. What matters is the level of effort. What matters is the plan. What matters is the process. There's no difference between doing something in 59 minutes versus 65. There's not. You know, or 41 minutes versus 43. Or, or well, you know, today it took 69 minutes, and last time we did it in just under an hour. Oh, well, it's, it's, your performance is going to be different every single day. You're never going to replicate the exact same thing you did. Mastery is a process of repetition. Repetition is a process of practice. Practice is a process of steady improvements. The first punch you throw and the 10,000th punch you throw, they're going to be a little bit different. Maybe not hugely different, or maybe they will be, but each time is going to be a little bit different. Each time is going to be a little bit better. Each time. You never, you never quite do anything the same way twice. You, you never wake up in the same body twice. Every day you wake up, your body's one day older. Every workout you do, you're a little bit older. Every movement you do, that's another 10 repetitions the the 9,000 times you've done bicep curls. So the amount of time it takes, don't be lazy. Don't be lazy, but don't obsess over the amount of time. It's going to take as long as it takes. And hopefully, you know, the overall meta point to this, the operative point, you can see that training is simple. Applying yourself to something is simple. It does not take complex efforts to yield it to yield a great magnitude of results. It doesn't. There's nothing in this workout that I could mythologize and sell to you. There's no underground secrets. There's nothing hardcore. There's nothing mystical. There's no holy grail in it. Simplicity equals effectivity. Simplicity is compelling. Effectivity is usually simple. You can say it however many different ways you want. The point holds. There are no secrets with your health or with your training. There are no hacks. You know, oftentimes, you know, people waste time looking for hacks when they could have been doing the work. Health is not complicated. You don't have muscle because you don't train. You're not as strong as you like because you haven't, probably been, haven't been training as long as you, you know, could have. You're fat because you overeat. You're deconditioned because you don't walk. You're not strong because you don't lift heavy. You know, your workouts take too long because you lack focus. These are you know, the kind of reductionist ways to say it, but they're not untrue. 
It doesn't make them any less truthful. People desire complicated answers and methods and tactics and workouts and programs. People desire these things because it because it's a diversion from having to take factual responsibility for reality and what needs to be done. So I'll I'll leave you with this. You know, review the methods, review the principles, but do not make things complicated when they do not need to be. And most of the time, they don't need to be complicated. Simplicity equals effectivity. If you guys want effective workouts, all those things said, check out the daily workout newsletter, sign up, workout day, every day, it's only four bucks a month. I purposely created that specifically for you, for all of you to take control of your training, to have a plan, to have a purpose, to have focus, to have intensity, to perform movements properly to execute. Sign up, check it out, and I will talk to you guys again next time.